Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're a house of prayer, we're a church, we're prayer hub propagators. Our headquarters are in South Florida. That's where our main church is. If you're in the region, come by and see us 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., two different services, two different messages. Listen, two different encounters, a place where the Holy Spirit moves, Christ is exalted, and we're empowering you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. If you're not in the region, hey, we've got you covered. You can visit our online campus at www.ahop.online, and you can get connected with us there each and every day week. Amen. I want to remind you of one resource that might be valuable to you as we enter into a new year, new season, new time, new era, the Ignite Network. That's my prophetic family, my prophetic tribe. We're growing together. People are getting their dreams interpreted, learning, getting prayer covering, prophetic exercises. It's all over there in the Ignite Network. You can check that out at ignitenow.org. Amen. Today we're reading from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is called, listen, are you ready for the new thing God has for you? Are you ready for the new thing God has for you? Somebody say, yes, God. Come on. Here's what I heard the Lord say. Behold, I do a new thing. Are you ready to enter into the new thing Father has planned for you? Don't be afraid of the new of the new things that come your way in the days, months and years ahead, says God. For no matter what happens through the good times and the challenging moments, I am always with you. I am your counselor, your advocate and your intercessor. So go forth, my friend, because we are for you. You have the victory in Christ, says the spirit of the living God. My, 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 my. Isaiah 43, 9. 
Isaiah 41.10, and Deuteronomy 20, verse 4 are the scripture references from the devotional. Now the prayer starter. I'm going to pray this with me. I can't wait to see the new thing you're doing in my life. Help me to remain patient and confident in you when things begin to change. Remind me not to fear when things seem to be shaking. I will set my mind on the prize in Christ, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we praise you this morning. We honor you and we adore you. We surrender to you completely, our heart, our mind, everything we have and everything we are, it belongs to you. As we are on the precipice of this new season, as we are on the precipice of the turning of the page of the calendar of a difficult year and an awesome year, Father, we are recommitted to lay aside every idol, to lay aside every obstacle, every distraction from your heart. You are so worthy of our love. We love you because you first loved us. Come on. We love you, God, because you first loved us. You tell us in your word to love you. You gave us one new commandment, not a million laws, not all sorts of religious paradigms, just one new commandment to love the Lord your God with all of your mind, all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength. But you are so good that you modeled the way for us. That's how you love us. You love us with everything in you. You are love, and you blanket us with your love each and every day, whether we receive it, whether we acknowledge it, whether we discern it or perceive it. Your love is always present. You shed your love abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We've been baptized in love, baptized into a kingdom of love. Father, help us to remember. Help us to be cognizant and aware of your unfailing, everlasting love for us. Each one of us, you love us uniquely and thoroughly, wholly. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your great love with which you loved us and with with which you keep on loving us. We receive it this morning. We just receive, I just feel the peace of God, come on. We receive your love this morning. Somebody needs to drink deep. We receive your love this morning, God, for some of those under the sound of my voice. You see what they've been through. You've seen the trials. You've seen the sufferings. You've seen the almost breakthroughs, the disappointments, the hope deferred that's made their hearts sick. You see it. You know what it feels like. You're not a a, a God who hasn't been touched with our infirmities. That's why you have so much compassion on us. Because you, Jesus, you walk the earth fully God, fully man. You know what it's like to be betrayed. You know. You know that sting, that pain. You know. You know what it's like to be mocked and persecuted. You know. You know what it's like for your closest friends to leave you right in the moment of your greatest need. They can't even pray for you for one hour. You know, you know our uprising and our lying down at night. You know us inside and out, and you know what we've gone through, what we've dealt with, what we feel like. You know, you know how hard it is sometimes to submit your will to the Father because you even in the garden, you're like, hey, if there's any way that this cup can pass from me, hey, God, Father, if you've got another way, I'll take it. You know, you've been tempted with everything. 
all manner of temptations while you walk the earth and you are compassionate toward us. So thank you, God. Thank you, God, this morning for your mercy. For your mercies are new every day. Your compassion, your grace, your love, your kindness, your patience. Thank you, Lord, for being patient with us. What a sweet spirit this morning on this broadcast. What a sweet spirit this morning on this broadcast. I just see the Holy Spirit brooding over so many of you. Listen. The Holy Spirit is brooding over so many hearts this morning. It's what I'm sensing in the spirit is as if he is just trying to cleanse you and heal you from the residue of this past year. It's as if he's just doing a little rearranging of some things and a little excavation, a little inner healing, a little deliverance. It's as if there's an acceleration of the renewal of your mind as you listen to the words of my mouth declaring his great love for you. So, Father, we, we bask in your presence. Father, we thank you that you do, you love us. You will never leave us or forsake us. There is no condition under which you will turn your back on us. We thank you. We thank you, God. Help us to love you more. Lord, give us, come on, give us an anointing to love you more. We ask for so many anointings, oh Jesus. We want the prophetic anointing, oh God. We want the anointing to build a business, the kingdom entrepreneurship anointing. There's so many anointings that many in the body of Christ pursue and chase and ask for it. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm not judging, I'm not criticizing. I want every anointing God wants me to have. I want every anointing for you that God wants you to have. But the greatest of these is love. 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 God, would you give us the anointing to love you more? Would you give us an anointing to love our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ more? Would you give us an anointing to love the lost souls in our city more? Would you give us an anointing to love those on Facebook who are hating on us, those on IG, those on Clubhouse who don't know you, who don't understand you, who don't understand? Would you give us an anointing to love them more? Shed your love abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost once again, oh God. We need a refill. We've had a reset, <laughs> but we need a refill. We've had a reset, but we need a refill. We've had a reset, but we need a refill. Fill us again with your spirit, oh God. Because there are new battles to fight in the new season. There are new victories to be had in the new season. There are new mountains to be taken in the new season. There's somebody listening to me and you're advanced in years. You're, you're wise, wise, wise. You're advanced in years and you think, well, what's left for me to do? And God is saying to you this morning, there are new mountains for you to conquer. 
For I'm even putting a Caleb spirit upon you, says the Lord, and you will not back down from a fight, says God, and you will even begin to raise up others to move and live and have their being in me and to go into territory to take land for my kingdom, says the Lord. You will even be a mentor and a teacher to many. So do not think to yourself, what's left for me to do? Is God finished with me? But think to yourself, what is left for me for, to do for God? Because he is not finished with me, says the Lord. Oh, Jesus, I just speak to every uh, every senior citizen, every person on this broadcast who is retired or who is uh, walking through a season of, of uh, that, that those, those golden years. And I charge you in the name of Jesus to rise up and find that new assignment that he has for you. If you are sitting in your house listening to me this morning and you are in your golden years, come on, they don't call them the golden years for anything. You are wise, you are full of vigor, you are full of the spirit, you are full of life, and God has something for you to do. God has a new thing. God has a new task. God has a new assignment. And it will step into the new assignments for everybody. Hear me well. God has a new assignment for you. Don't you understand what is happening in the earth? God is shifting people here and there. He is moving people into new cities. He is shifting mantles. He is shifting assignments. Don't continue to hold on to the assignment from the past season when God is trying to shift you into a new assignment. And you'll wonder why there's no grace. And you wonder why you feel like your anointing has been compromised. Or why the anointing is not as strong as it once was. It's because the anointing went along with the assignment. I said the anointing was connected to the assignment. You got to get in by alignment to the assignment so you can see the anointing flow like it once did. When you were at the top of your game, there's nothing wrong with you. You just need to readjust. There's nothing wrong with you. You just need to make the shift. There's nothing wrong with you. Somebody listen to me and think, I've grieved God. God's mad at me. What have I done? He's upset with me. Get rid of that punishment mindset in Jesus' name. And start looking for the solution. God is trying to show you something. If you're not content, he's trying to show you something. If you're not satisfied, he's trying to show you something. He's not mad at you. It just means it's time for a Holy Ghost shift. Sometimes we don't keep track with God. We don't keep step with God. And he's like, come on, come on, come on. Why do I want to leave my church, Holy Ghost? Come on, come on, come on. But I like my social media ministry, God. Come on, come on. But I like the job that I have, God. Come on, Holy Spirit's trying to call you out into the deep. But we get so comfortable, we get so placated, we get so just ease, at ease with what he's called us into. Listen, do you remember when God called you into a new thing last time, how uncomfortable it was? Listen, do you remember last time God shifted you and you didn't know your way around? There was a learning curve. It's that learning curve that we're afraid of that keeps us stuck in a place where we can't grow. I said, it's that learning curve that we're afraid of. It's uncomfortable. We like to master a certain level, like in a video game. It's that learning curve we're afraid of. We don't know a way around this anointing. We don't know a way around this realm of the spirit. We don't know a way around this corporate edifice. So I just say here we're uncomfortable. Meanwhile, there's no contentment, there's no satisfaction, and your your anointing became little little bitty instead of mighty mighty because you're not moving with God. You might have anointing, but it don't seem to be producing much because you didn't shift with God because the learning curve scared you. 
So Father, we break all We break all fear of the learning curve. Come on, I want to go higher. I want to go higher. Who wants to go higher? I want to go deeper. Who wants to go deeper? Guess what? New level, new devil. New level, new learning. New level, new exploration. New level, new adventure. New level, new anointing. New level, new miracles. Come on, stop looking at the learning curve and start looking at the miracles. Stop looking at the uncomfortability and start looking at the glory. Oh, God, forgive us because we pray. Oh, God, move me to the next glory. Oh, Lord, give me that new anointing. Oh, God, help me see what I couldn't see before. Oh, God, take me to a place in the spirit that I don't even know exists. And then he answers that prayer. He shifts us into a new season, but we don't discern it in the natural. We're holding on for dear life like we're riding one of those mechanical bulls. God's like, come on, come on. This is the answer to your prayer. Come on. That new pastorate is the answer to your prayer. That new job offer in another state is an answer to your prayer. Come on. That book that I'm pressuring you to write in the Holy Spirit, that's an answer to prayer. I'm giving you the anointing. I wish you could hear me. Father, I break, the, I break fear of the learning curve in Jesus' name. I break the fear of new level, new devil in Jesus' name. I break the fear of stepping into the next in Jesus' name. I break it to I break that fear in the name of Jesus, and I command it to loose you. I said, go in Jesus' name. We will not step into the threshold of a new season, carrying fear from the past season. I said those things that have held us back for years are being broken now in Jesus' name. All God needs is your yes. I said, all he needs is your yes. Who will give him the yes? Yes or no? Right now, yes or no? Are you going to agree with God and go across the threshold of this new season with him in the full power of his spirit, with his might, with his ability, with his grace? Or are you going to be like the lazy servant? I know you're not. And put your talent in the ground and say, I was scared. I was scared. I was scared. Father, break that fear off of us. Fear of failure. I break it in the name of Jesus. Fear of missing out. I break that in the name of Jesus. Fear of being criticized. I break it in the name of Jesus. Fear of falling down. I break it in the name of Jesus. Fear of lack. I break it in the name of Jesus. Come on. Fear of losing friends, I break it in the name of Jesus. Fear of God's will. Oh, sure, there it is. Fear of God's will, I break your powers over the people of God in the name of Jesus. Fear of stepping out. Fear of enemy warfare. Fear, fear, fear in all its forms. Jesus, you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Therefore, we refuse to bow to fear for one more day because we cannot bow to the Holy Ghost and bow to the spirit of fear at the same time. So we refuse fear. We reject fear. We won't even fear fear. But we're coming up and over fear. I just had a vision. I just saw a picture of a pole vaulter. 
You know what pole vaulter is. They have the pole. I saw this one other time. They have the pole in their hand, that long pole way taller than them, and they begin to run really fast, and then they stick the pole in the ground, and they catapult over the top of the bar. For some of you, fear is the bar that's kept you limited. For some of you, fear is that obstacle that you have to catapult over. Guess what? The Holy Ghost is with you. If you will take a charge at it, if you will take a run toward it, come on. If you will run toward the thing you are afraid of, instead of running away from it, you're going to find out it's like that Wizard of Oz movie where a little dude was in the back and he wasn't some great wizard, he wasn't some great entity, he was just a little bald dude. The devil has magnified these things in your eyes to the point that you're so afraid of it and it's really nothing. Remember the Israelites? They said we were like grasshoppers in the eyes of the giants. But they didn't understand that the giant God was greater than the giants in the land. Whatever God has called you to do, I want you to make a resolve today to do it with all your might, to get back in the fight, to stop allowing the enemy to talk you out of your destiny to stop allowing the enemy to I just saw that Lord it's like some it's like some believers are just in the corner curled up in a ball fetal position sucking their thumb because the devil got a good whack last time come on come on it's time for us to grow up God has need of you he wants to do something so spectacular in your life all he needs is your yes he will protect you I promise you he will protect you he will equip you. I guarantee you. He, will, he already has equipped you. You can do this. There's no mountain that you can't conquer when God says go. There's no battle that you can't win when God sends you forth. There's no challenge that you can't meet in the presence and the power of God. He is with you. He is the almighty God. Amen. He is the almighty God. And he dwells on the inside of you. So know this, that thing that has you so afraid, it's really nothing. It's a small thing compared to your big God. So we break every manifestation of fear that has held us back in this season. We break it all, every trace, every remnant. Lord, cleanse us from the unrighteousness called fear. Cleanse us from dread. Cleanse us from anxiety. Cleanses from hopelessness, depression. All of these demons cluster together, form this tightly knit rope around our souls, and we're not having it. Who the sun set free is free indeed. And we believe in you, Jesus, the deliverer, the author of our faith, the finisher of our faith. We believe in you. We love you because you first loved us. Come on, anybody feeling better yet? I want to transition into exposing the enemy's conspiracy to steal your blessing. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not tapping into all the stuff going on in the earth right now. I find it interesting, but I'm focused on God. However, we do read about conspiracies in the Bible. Listen, listen close. There are demon powers that lay crafty plans against you, who consult together against you. Psalm 83.3 tells us that, that demon powers lay crafty plans against God's people. If you're one of God's people, say amen. If you're not one of God's people, we can fix that because God loves you and he wants you to be in his family so he can protect you from the wicked one. There are demon powers that lay crafty 
plans against God's people who consult together against you. So a conspiracy is an agreement against conspirators, right? And we're talking about demons, not people. These demons that plot against God's will for your life to cause you to stumble and fall and to steal and kill and destroy your pursuits. And one who conspires, it happens in secret. It's a Listen, it's a secret agreement to do wrong against you. Now, sometimes, sometimes demons work through people to conspire against you, and you know this. Still, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. But see, Jeremiah, the prophet, faced conspiracies. And I don't have time to get into all this, but you can, you can read the book of Jeremiah, particularly Jeremiah chapter 18. And Jeremiah faced conspiracies. I mean, the false prophets didn't like him. The Pharisees were demonically inspired to have Jesus killed. Do you remember that? And they, their conspiracy succeeded. They had people, false testimony came against him. Herodias, remember that, had James. Herod, rather, had James, the half-brother of Jesus, beheaded right in the first days of the early church. I mean, they went right for the jugular. This is G- this is James, the half-brother of Jesus, and they beheaded him. And Herod said he saw that it pleased the people. So he said, I'm going to go after Peter. Peter was lined up as his next victim. This was a conspiracy. But, of course, intercession. Hear me well. Intercession thwarted the conspiracy. This is what we have to remember today as we begin to enter into prayer, because I'm going to make some bold decrees in just about a minute. Intercession thwarts the conspiracy. Legalists, they held it. Remember this? They held an unholy fast, vowing not to eat until Paul was murdered. Do you remember that in Acts 23? I mean, seriously? They're just going to not eat until Paul's dead. You've got to be demon-inspired to do something like that. So demons do work through people to inspire them to conspire. I said demons inspire people to conspire. They do. Then there was Nehemiah. I want you to really get this. I want you to really see this because I'm telling you by the Spirit of God, there are demonic conspiracies against the lives of many of you under the sound of my voice. And if there are not conspiracies actively swirling around you now, there have been in the past and there will be in the future because you have a great call of God on your life. And if you think the devil's just going to let you run rod over the kingdom of darkness, you're wrong. He's going to resist you. So you have to resist him. But the devil exposed the devil defeated. So we need to see in the spirit what is happening so we can put a stop to it before it manifests in the natural. Somebody say, amen. I'm about to release these decrees. Track with me for a minute. Let's not forget Nehemiah. Nehemiah faced enemies conspiring against him. Remember Sanballat, Tobiah, as well as the Arabs and the Ammonites, and they were mad because Nehemiah was working to build the walls around Jerusalem. And scripture tells us that they joined forces in a conspiracy to fight against Jerusalem and cause confusion in it. Catch that. Where there's witchcraft, there's confusion. And Nehemiah's like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not bowing to you. Never mind you. I'm not coming down off this wall. I am doing a great work. No, 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 no. No, I'm not going to meet with you later. You can't get on my calendar. Too bad, Sambalot and Tobiah. Oh, no, no, not next week's no good for me. I'm not coming down off this wall. You can sit down there at the bottom of the wall and conspire against me and hire lawyers against me, but I believe in my God and I'm fighting the good fight of faith and I'm breaking your conspiracy by not engaging with the rumors. 
Esau got the short end of the stick in the short term. Jacob fooled him not once but twice. Isaac told Esau, go out and catch some, some, some game for me and come and make it and let me eat it so I can bless you before I die. And then, and then, and then Rebecca overheard the conversation and it ended up to a conspiracy with Jacob to steal the blessing. First, Jacob stole the birthright, but then he conspired with his mother to steal the father's blessing, which was everything in that culture. So what does that tell you? Let's make these decrees now. Let's make these decrees now. What does that tell you? Sometimes the devil will even motivate your own friends and family to conspire against you. If you're listening, say amen. This is why we need discernment. It's why we need discernment. Yes or no? It's why we need discernment. A spirit of betrayal. You, you read my article. If you didn't, you go read it over there at 365prophetic.com. A spirit of betrayal has been loosed in the earth. And people who are once with you can turn suddenly against you because they come up under this witchcraft. Now let's make these decrees. You make them with me. You agree with it. You ready? If you're ready, say amen. Come on, we're going into warfare mode. Father, we, we ask you to forgive us. We repent for allowing the enemy entry into our lives, for not discerning him, for being not unaware in the spirit, for missing it. We know you tried to warn us, God, about these conspiracies against us. We know you, because you're never going to just let the enemy come into our house without warning us. You're a good God. So we repent in Jesus' name for not catching the, the hit, for not getting the drift, for not discerning because we were too busy or because we weren't in the word or whatever. We know that you're a good God and we're asking you to forgive us. We're breaking all agreement with the enemy and breaking all rights that he has because of our prayerlessness or because of our busyness or whatever. Forgive us, God, and cleanse us from unrighteousness in Jesus' name. Now, you always want to repent before you go into warfare, all right? So if you discern a conspiracy against you, you want to pray these prayers. I'm going to post this up next week, uh, maybe in a day or two, on 365prophetic.com. So you'll be able to go get these decrees over there. You, want to, you don't have to write them down. You can just go over there and get them. Just give me a couple of days. You ready? I decree demons who have dug a pit for us will fall into it in Jesus' name. I decree demons who roll a stone against us will have it roll back on them in Jesus' name. I decree the gallows prepared for us will hang the enemy in Jesus' name. I decree he who breaches a wall will be bitten by a snake. I decree no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I decree every conspiracy that raises up against us shall fall in shambles. I decree demon plotting against us shall perish in its purpose. I decree no demonic counsel against God's word over our lives shall stand. I decree every knee must bow to the cross. Christ in us. I decree greater is he who is in us 
than he who is in the world. I decree every conspiracy against us is broken up and broken down in the name of Jesus. I said, I break the powers of the enemy against our lives. I break the powers of conspiracy, God. Dissolve it, expose it, demolish it in Jesus' name. I say that we are walking into a season of increase, of disproportionate increase. More than we deserve, more than we deserve, more than we deserve because of your grace. And although the demon powers may be mad, I said there's nothing they can do about it because we are strong in the Lord and the power is might. And we're going to stand armored up, armored up, armored up. And we are going to break forth before we see the breakthrough. We're going to break forth in singing to our God. We're going to break forth in praise to Jehovah. We're going to break forth in dance because we're celebrating our victory even though we've not seen it yet. We're celebrating our breakthrough before it even manifests because that's how much faith we have in you and that's how much trust we've put in you. And we're going to fight the good fight of faith until we can lift our hands in the air and hear the bell of victory, the ring of victory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, God is good. God is good. I said he's good. I said he's good. I said the victory already belongs to you. Act like it. Come on, I said the breakthrough already belongs to you. Act like it. Break forth. Make the decrees. You remember my book that just came out a couple months ago? Decrees that make the devil flee. These aren't from that book, but you can get that on my website if you want to or on Amazon. Decrees that make the devil flee. I did the CD where I put the, uh, the music and everything behind. I had a bridge vocal music created and just the pumping, uh, 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 you know, uh, chords and prophesied all this over. Remember that? You can still get that on my website or Spotify or wherever you want to listen to that. Decrees that make the devil flee. Get some resources. Put some, put, play the word on your computer. Do something to change your spiritual atmosphere. There's so much stuff on YouTube and Spotify you can play. When you leave your house... Leave my, go on Spotify and leave the decrees that make the devil flee. Leave that running all day. When you come home and the devil will be whimpering, try to get out. You have to open the door and say, okay, yeah, you, you can leave now. Come on. Is God good? Yes or no? Is God good? If this is blessing you, ping somebody. If this is blessing you, share it. Tag somebody. Do something to get the word. Come on, don't keep this to yourself. Why? Because you're sowing victory to somebody else's life when you sow this broadcast. Amen. God is good. You can take the webinar decrees that make the devil. Some of you need to get more aggressive. Some of you need to go on to the school of the spirit.tv and take that uh, tactical warfare course. If you want to sow to today's broadcast, you can do that. JenniferLeClaire.org slash donate. It's all, all the different ways to sow are there. You can sow in three ways. You can share this broadcast. That's sowing. You can join my intercessory prayer army with about 3,500 intercessors in my intercessory prayer army that, that has committed to praying for me. And I need every one of those prayers. You can go to PrayForJennifer.com. You can sow prayer into my life. And you can sow as well financially. Amen. AwakeningProbs.com. It's easy to start a prayer hub. All you have to do is commit to one hour of prayer a month. Many of our prayer hub leaders pray a lot longer than that, a lot more times than that. But that's all it takes. You can be part of our family, eternal rewards. Uh, man, there's just so many benefits to it. So much value in it. God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. 
If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.